So right now I invite you to close your eyes if you're comfortable and take in a breath. And as I feel that breath entering my body, I'm reminded and acknowledge that presence, that life, that one life that is within me now. There is only this source, this life, this power. It is eternal. It is everywhere. It is right here. And this source is creating everything that is seen and unseen. And because this is all there is, that I know that this is the truth of my being, for I am made of this God stuff, this from this divine source. And I know that because it is true of me, it is true of all, everything and everyone. And so in this truth, I recognize this presence alive and living in, as, and through each and every one, in all things. And I realize that because this is the truth, that there is an abundance of all that I need. There is an abundance of my wholeness, my health, my well-being. That in this life, I have all that I need. And so I give great thanks for this truth, for this life, eternal life that is living in, as, and through me now. I'm grateful for the gifts of its presence and all that it brings forward and expresses in my life as me. And so I release this truth into that aspect of the law, knowing it is already made and demonstrated right here and now. And together we say, and so it is. But this morning, we're moving into our theme for August called A Pause for Guidance. Now, last week, David had the opportunity to do a time for a tune-up. It was a, a lot of fun. I enjoyed listening to it. And he, his final two points or a couple of his points at the end really set us up for this week. One of them was you need to schedule it, your tune-ups. And the other was have fun. I mean, literally have fun was his point, which sets up this week where we're talking about a playful pause for guidance, a playful pause for guidance. So that ties right in with fun. And it also ties right in with the song we just heard about Unbound. Because you ever watch kids play? If you don't put a boundary up, they will not worry about a boundary. They will go anywhere they want to go when they're playing. And that's part of, of play for me. So let's talk about playful pause. I want to just kind of clear up the words and how I'm going to use them today. So playful. Playful is a sense of fun. It's not serious. It's experimental. It's, we use it for someone who we know that likes to play, to, to just kind of do things for just for the fun of it. And the word play is that also that same way. It's just you act in a manner for recreation, entertainment, and fun. 
pause, the definition I'd like to use with us today, pause is like that button on your remote. When you push it and everything stops. I wish it worked on my cat. It doesn't, but it, whatever it's controlling, it pauses, it stops. And we get to then, when we push pause, we get to then decide what we do when we've done whatever it is we were going to do while it was paused. Do we push the button again and restart right where we were? Or do we choose maybe not to push the button and, rest and just start fresh and anew? We've got a choice. And for me, that's what playful pause is about. Coming into a moment, looking for guidance when we choose to do maybe to do the same or to do something different, but we come at it from a sense of playfulness. So why play playful? Uh, playful is something that's been getting a whole lot more study in our recent history from psychiatrists and science and just brain people looking at how what play does for our brains. In Brene Brown's book, The Gifts of Imperfections, and her cultivating play and rest chapter, she calls forth a, a quote from Dr. Stuart Brown, who's written a book called Play, how it shapes the brain, opens the imagination, and invigorates the soul. And I want to read that quote so I get it right. In his book, he writes that the opposite of play is not work. The opposite of play is depression. He explains that respecting our biologically programmed need for play can transform work. It can bring back excitement and newness to our jobs. Play helps us deal with difficulties, provides a sense of expansiveness, promotes a mastery of our craft, and is a central part of the creative process. Most important, true play that comes from our own inner needs and desires is the only path to finding lasting joy and satisfaction in our work. In the long run, work does not work without play. I love that idea, but that was a really serious quote. So I want to give you one for comparison. Mark Twain. I like his work, his quote for play. And he puts it this way. Work is anything the body is obliged to do. Play is basically everything else. So I like to use Mark Twain's version so that I can have a bigger place to find play. So with play, playful pause, what would that look like? What would that be for us? How would we go about that? Well, let's again, go back to what we call playful. Playful is not serious, it's experimental, and it's spacious. A lot of times that sounds like just the opposite of spiritual practice. Um, I've, had, I've had people make serious spiritual practice be the exact opposite of those three things. But for me, playful is something that we can bring to anything that we do. And playful allows our pause to be more than just stopping, more than just hitting the button. And for me, the way to show this is to talk about how I have a playful pause built into my day. For me, it's exercise. My playful pause is exercise, working out, going for a walk, something that gets me up and moving and moving about and also gets me out of my office. 
with COVID, that was a real experience and a real chance to experiment with whether or not playfulness or a playful pause was the best use of my time. And I, because I couldn't go to the gym, they were all shut down. So I had to really look and say, okay, well, can I do a walk that's playful? And the good news for me was that in my op from, I'm in my office at downtown Seattle and just across the street, the courthouse has a grove of birch trees planted in the front. So I could go for a walk as a way to break from my routine that I could go into nature, even in downtown Seattle. I could walk and touch the trees and be in that grove. I could do a walk that took me out into the sunshine, out into the wind or rain and just into a spaciousness. And during that time, there wasn't anybody downtown Seattle. So it really was spacious. There were no crowds. The streets were empty. So I could have a really nice walk. Now, the thing about this exercise moment was there was no goal. This wasn't a, a power walk. It wasn't a walk for a purpose. It wasn't a walk to, to anywhere or for anything. It was simply a walk to be playful, to see the world with fresh eyes. My workouts are the same thing when I've gotten back to being able to do that. When I break into to go into the gym for a workout, there's no purpose other than to work out, to get my body moving, to experience some fun, to have a good time, to get the exercise. And then my conscious mind's job is to make sure we don't get hurt. Uh, so it's really just free time. It's not serious. It's experiment. It's expansive time just to be able to get the body moving and to shift shift my consciousness for the time for that time. Now, there's probably some folks who would have heard that that's just a waste of time. You should stay at your desk, keep working, get everything done. I mean, these are crazy times. You got to keep working. And I love a quote I came across just recently that said, "Time waste wasting time that you enjoy is really not wasting time." And I think there's some truth to that, that if you truly enjoy what it is, it's not a waste. It's going to have some benefit for you. Now, there are other places where in spiritual community, we do playful pauses. CSL Seattle has church camp coming up in a couple of weeks over on at Seaback. Uh, we get over there and we play. The kids show us how to play, remind us how to play. We have you know classes and workshops. But we're all about playing and enjoying just being in at Seabag, just being in that moment, really getting back to having a good time and just being in community. So there are playful pauses that can help us find that sense of self again and our true connection. Now, when I look around the screen, I see the, you know, those of you that are have your videos turned off, you have smiles on your faces. And other folks, I can see smiling and some, some people that are going like, what is he talking about? And trying to uh, see if this makes any sense. And that's okay. I wish we, you know, we, could, we, could, we could explore that on a different time if we were doing a workshop. But this is a sermon or a talk. So let me shift the focus a little bit to try and give some different perspectives. When we talk about a playful pause, in the context of asking for guidance, we're really moving that playful pause to a bit of a purpose. We often want have those moments where we're just like, 
okay, God, I don't know what's next, or I don't know what's mine to do, or what is just, we have that place where we're kind of in the midst of it. And we're looking for answer information for guidance. Why would a playful pause be the choice to make here? For me, a playful pause really does create a break in the circle, in, the, in my mind's circle of where I'm trying to work something out. It creates a real break because I intentionally stop what I'm doing and I go do something I enjoy. And it opens up a different space in my brain. It opens up a different space in my consciousness. In that space, it's more expansive. It's more spacious. There's room then to, to change my thinking. And as we teach and know that changing our thinking can change our life. So for me, one of the points of a playful pause is to create a space that I can begin to change my thinking so that I might experience a, a different life. Now, there are problem solvers on this Zoom call that are looking for, how does this want to help me solve a problem? Because that's really what it's all about, right? I need guidance to fix this thing that's causing me a headache and a problem. Well, it has meaning there too. Our buddy Albert Einstein said that you cannot solve a problem at the level of the problem. So how do you get to a different level? Play is a good way to do, be playful about it, to leave that space of looking at the problem at this level and step back and go into a playful attitude, again, to get expansive so that now you have some room in your consciousness to be able to shift to a different level with the problem and to see it in a new way because you have had that break from being so focused and moved into a space of openness. And then, from, and then others see the idea of a playful pause. It's just something like the tune-up, as David talked about last week. That's just something you schedule. It's a part of life. It's good for you. We, the health experts tell us that exercise, at least getting a walk, doing something out you know, that gets your body moving is good for you. It, keeps, it helps keep the blood flowing. Circulation is good for us. Our brains do better. And so it's just something that, putting a playful pause of some kind, a playful moment in your day each day is something that can help you. A friend of mine here in, in CSL Seattle, some of you may know, is Rose Loper. She's a retired military officer. And she'll tell us all the time that the military firmly believes in play because they have enough work to do, but for them to have play in their schedule allows them to get to that openness, get back into remembering who they are. And, and shifts and makes a difference in the plans for whatever the military is, is undertaking. So we have play being used in the moment for problems and just part of a regular, regularly scheduled taking care of ourselves. All of those are ways this playful pause can work for us. Okay, another example. You might remember a guy named Jesus. Well, if you read his, his stories, you know that he often took pauses. It's, and it's written, <laughs> the guys who wrote those books wrote those as like he went off into the mountains and made it sound very serious. He would withdraw into the hills or, or into the quiet. Well, I'm choosing to believe that 
some of those times he withdrew, there was a playful part of it. Maybe it was music. Maybe it was something else. But there's other evidence. Because remember, when the children were around, he invited the children, told them to let the children come to him. And you wouldn't do that unless you like children. And if you like children, you like play. Because if you're going to be with kids, you got to be ready to play. So I believe that Jesus knew how to play and that he incorporated that into some of his withdrawals and time alone or even in his community. Because think about the disciples, a bunch of fishermen. You know they've got stories and they've got ways to play and they do things that would be just plain fun. So this was a group of real people that actually had real life experiences that would bring play into their journeys when they're walking from one town to another. It was, I, I bet they were telling jokes and stories and just having fun. So they brought play into it as well. So for me, I'm going to choose to believe that, that there was play involved in those times in his practice. And that play is something that worked for him. I know it works for me, and I'm pretty sure it can work for you. So I invite you to just try it. Because, you know, Emerson, another one of those guys who he takes very, very serious, he also said that play was a good thing. He called it, it's a happy talent to know how to play. And I'm, I, remember, I don't remember that being one of the required readings in, in my journeys, but I think it should have been because play is something that we can really use in our lives to have fun, to change our attitudes, to change our thinking, to change our experiences of our day. So my closing invitation this morning is simply this. Take a playful pause when you can. Be experimental with it. Just find a not serious moment when you're in the midst of it. Put that down as one of your spiritual tools to use when you're seeking guidance or any other time, just need a break. Perhaps it's time to take one of your spiritual practices and try being playful with it. I'm pretty sure that a thought plus a feeling equals a result doesn't say, or they don't get more points for a serious thought plus a serious feeling equals a demonstration. I think there's a whole lot of energy available when you take a playful thought and a playful feeling and bring that into your prayer. Try it out and let me know if I'm wrong, but I think we know what will happen. Use your imagination when you play with your spiritual practices. That's one of our human powers is our imagination. Use that when you're looking for a playful idea which means it's your idea. I shared mine. You have what works for you. And because it's yours, then you'll be more likely to do what David told us to do last month, which is to schedule it, to claim some time for a bit of playfulness. So a playful pause on the road to seeking guidance is something that I encourage us all to take part in. But what I know is that a playful pause for guidance also leads us into the playful pause for a better life. So join me in prayer. And so I take this moment 
to simply stop and be in this circle of the CSL Olympia community. To know as we've connected here this morning through the technology of Zoom that we're also connected in energy, connected through mind of God, through consciousness, along with the electrons of the internet. And so this morning, as we have each brought who we are into the circle, each of us now brings who we are to the idea of a playful pause. But as a group, we allow this idea to move within us, to touch each of us in a way that supports us and expands our practice, or expands our nature, expands our consciousness. So that as we go forward from this day, we're open and receptive to spirits, nudges, spirits, wisdom, spirits, guidance. As we ask those questions for guidance, ask for help, ask for what's next. We do so with a joyful expectation, a playful expectation, where we spend time allowing our minds to simply be free, be spacious, to have fun. And so this time has been blessed, this time is spirits, and this time now moves forward in our lives for our good and the good of the world. And together we say, and so it is.